0: what's up guys this is intuitive podcast and today i have two special guests and my co-host vixen vibes also have lyrics genius or how do i say lyricist lyricist genius (laughs) lane i also have the poet kunya please don't Please don't burn me if I said that wrong. Did I say that? The poet Kunya. The poet Kunya. Yes. All right, and it is myself, your host, Monk Satori, and today I would like to really talk about the idea behind music. You know, there is a lot of energy behind music, such as lyrics, frequencies, and culture that can really make an impact on who you are as a person. What you listen to controls your mood and your view of certain aspects in life. And it's very important to be aware of what you're listening to daily. You know, like, I have went through my phases of music. You know, as a younger kid, I was just kind of just listening to anything that just made me feel good. You know, like, right. I feel like anyone does that. You know, no matter how exactly. silly it may be. It wasn't about clout chasing. It wasn't about listening to the best artists to, you know, appeal to the next person. It was just a listen about listening to what made you feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that, you know, music how it's perceived today, it doesn't necessarily make you feel good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, how does make it? Oh, excuse me. How does music make an impact on you guys today? I'm gonna start off with a uh, lame here. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: for me, you know, coming from a family of musicians, uh, long bloodline of musicians, from you know, soul singers to Uh, Mm. DJs to hip hop artists such as myself um, it's influenced uh, how I write Uh, Mm. it also influences how I perceive life Um, on top of that a lot of times when I am listening to music like yeah I'm looking for a feeling and I'm looking for a mood but it doesn't necessarily sway my perception on life Mm. Um, it doesn't sway my decisions in life either Mm-hmm. You know, in that moment it's like watching a movie but you're listening to it. And uh in that in that sense, you know, you get that thrill for, for about three, four, five minutes mm-hmm. of, yo, this would be dope. And then a reality check kicks in when you turn it off. It's like, damn, I wish. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, it's definitely made uh an impact on my music uh my influences definitely you know coming from the nineties, a lot of blues singers you know growing up in North Carolina, a lot of uh
0: you know um, juke joints mhm um you know like i'm a, i'm I'm definitely a bit different when it does come towards like what you said you know like especially where I feel as though like music has gotten a lot more violent. I mean, I, you can you have the choice of whether you want to listen to that music, of course, but it's just so controlled by media, especially like TikTok. No, you know, like I, no, you no, don't think I'd so. Have
1: to, I have to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I say that is because even when you go back to listening to Bach, mm-hmm. and you listen to classic Beethoven, and you listen to Tchaikovsky. There's always a uh, 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 violence in it. Mm. now it may not be in words but it's Mm. in instruments Mm. you know that's how we communicate as people Mm -hmm. you know it's in the instrumentation it's in the in the 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 vibrations of the instruments there's always a point in time where there's a conflict Mm. um even if you go to an orchestra it's the same thing you'll see you know if you watch phantom of the opera Mm -hmm. you'll see you know somebody getting shot and killed so you know when it comes to when it comes to music the violence has always been there um Mm. It always has. It's always been a story um, coming from you know life experiences, things that people have seen, people things that things that people have heard, uh, not necessarily directly, but indirectly as well. And when you push it forward, you know you listen to you know certain things, you know they they portray a lot of hip hop music, which is a lot of my focus, where it's all violent and it's not all violent. A mm. lot of this is just a story that somebody is telling. Mm-hmm. It's no different from watching uh, 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 Count of Monte Cristo and watching Scarface. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally just a story. This is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. You know, when NWA, Public Enemy came out, it was like, oh shit.
0: That's something I can relate to. Oh
1: shit. You know, it's it was a voice for the black people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, that, that's our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just what it is. But because it was looked at in society as taboo, then that's when it became an issue. Especially mm. when, you know, a lot of white kids started listening to the music, you know.
0: Mm. Shout
1: out Ronald and Nancy Reagan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys have to say? Let's go with the uh, Cunha. Oh, okay. Vixen vibes. What do you think?
2: So, um... I think um, The Count of Monte Cristo is one of my favorite movies, by the way. Oh, Um, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Mm. (laughs) Um, With uh, the music, uh, in terms of violence, uh, eh. like you said, it's always been there. However, the change-up, the switch-up that has um, gotten a grip so to speak on um today's generation mm-hmm. if i could say it like that um it's a hot ass mess if you ask me um it's just it's more than violence it's it's um it's like chaos You know, it's like a planned chaos for, Mm -hmm. you know, the young. You know, um, I can't even really put it into words because it's just so chaotic, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me, I'm a filakuti type of person myself. Um, I like to listen to the classics for focus. Um, You know, I'm definitely uh, uh, more aware of the things that I listen to now than I used to. Like, back in the day, I used to listen to everything, but now I don't listen to certain things because of the way I like to control my mood, Mm -hmm. you know, my uh, feelings or what have you. So um, music plays a very important part in my life, you know, on a day-to-day basis, even from when I'm going to sleep and waking up. Mm Yeah. You know, so.
3: Um, I would say for me, like, uh, an immediate quote that I think about is... uh, What MF Doom said in an interview, he said the big problem with music nowadays is people try to see music instead of hear it. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? It's um, like the visual representation of what's going on in like a music video or when someone's rhyming or singing is almost paramount to the music itself. Like people need to relate to words. It's hard to relate to like an instrumental when your subconscious and your conscious is filling that void without words with whatever you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. Like you, you see a big contrast, like for example, in the eighties and nineties, when you had gangster hip hop, when you had party hip hop, when you had certain forms of hip hop that was emphasized Mm -hmm. in New York, in Atlanta, in LA, once like the two thousands came, it started to branch out. Now the underground went, did its own thing. The mainstream did its own thing. And everybody's, personal interpretation of the art was becoming more visualized you know the internet was becoming more prevalent so you're seeing youtube you're seeing you know a lot more than what just the music is mm-hmm. and a lot of times people don't they don't get into like the technical aspect the 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 melody the vibe the hue mm-hmm. the pitches the mm-hmm. tones the vibrations in the ear everything exactly. is what what we see what we see even met the man was like Oh, back in the day, when you were on the subway and you you came up on a guy and you were like, "Yo, I'm an MC, I'm a I'm a rhymer," mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Yo, spit your rhymes!" Like right there, you had to like spit it right now to say if you were dope or not. Now they ask, "Oh, who who you with? Who? Right. How much money you got? Oh, mm-hmm. you look fly or not?" Like before I even show you the art, you're trying mm-hmm. to look at something else.
1: Right? Exactly. You have so to. You have to fit a brr. visual.
3: Yeah, it's it's cool. like you you try to. As I, for me, like, I try to relate what my ear says to what my eyes tell me, what my, my touch, like the senses, mm-hmm. it, it goes back into the art. But when you start to mix in other things and not focus on the art itself, mm-hmm. things get very, very dicey. So, yes. you know, like, for me, I would say my, my progression was, like, I made a big correlation with hip-hop when I was, like, 19. Because before that, you know, I was kind of like everybody else, what listening on the radio, what my brother was showing, my cousin. You know, you're just kind of being naive and not really making a connection. And then I started to, like, mainly with sampling. Like, like me, my musical foundation was my father. My father used to be in, like, Motown and duop groups. He's, a, he's in the mm. early 70s. So he was there for, like, Smokey Robinson and all these great guys from back in the day, like, doing stuff on the corner, singing. And then you know when he got out the army, being in Vietnam, he started doing the rock and roll with like folk music and classic rock, and you know he was in a band, so that was the foundation for me. So then when I started to listen to the golden era hip hop with my brother, mm. I would be like, "Well, oh, like I'm hearing this joint, I'm like, oh, I know that from somewhere. Oh, that's that's from this duo group. Oh, that's from this rock group. But mm-hmm. well, why mm. does it sound like this?" Then I learned about like. MP60 and SP1200 and the technical aspect of yeah. hip-hop. but
0: mm. you know. I like the the whole idea, like what Austin said, like music creates a story. Yeah. You know, like when you mm-hmm. really take the time to actually think about what you guys both have said in uh, a situation where it's like how things are guiding you through the music, you know, it kind of really shows the strength over mind over matter. You know, there's a famous quote that says, does your mind control you or do you control your mind? You know, but and, and there's also like this hidden meaning where it comes like sounds are frequencies, yeah. you know, music is is frequencies, mm-hmm. you know. So when you understand that these frequencies are energy, it does make an impact towards your own vibrational energies as well, especially when it comes like different hertz. And I don't want to d- dive too much of a deep uh, rabbit hole when it comes towards the uh, the change of um, what was it? I believe it was four hundred and thirty two hertz and it was switched to 440 hertz something like that yeah. right, right um and how this new music encourages uh ego yes. you know what i'm saying and, mm. and when you have sound waves such as speaking you know what i'm saying and sounds being frequencies and we can go to this, the length of saying that your letters being formed into words is spelling yeah and right. you're literally putting a spell out there in the world Mm -hmm. so when i say like yeah it impacts us negatively we may not be aware of the impact they may make on us because this is more of a a deeper level of understanding when it comes towards our own human existence you know right um and i feel like that it does impact our in our generation in a way where it's like we can be very shallow and we lack communication at times yes and that's my next question do you believe like today's music especially within our culture, makes an impact on our generation?
2: Without a doubt. Of course it does. <laughs> Without a doubt. Speak your peace. I mean.
0: Someone speaks. Speak, speak your peace.
1: All right, so I put it like this. On a surface, on a more surface part of life, um, the music that, the commercial music that is put out today definitely has a negative impact on our generation and mm. generations behind us. Yes. Um, You know, I was just talking to my wife the other day about this, where I used to look at, like, Lil Uzi Vert mm. real crazy, and a lot of other artists because they were wearing skirts and putting fingernail polish right. on their nails and stuff right. like that. But, you know, I'm also a heavy metal head, and when you look at Ozzy Osbourne mm. and you look at Def Leppard, these guys wore makeup. Mm-hmm. Even if... Shoot, I'd give it Prince. Mm. Right. You know, like, this. these are some of the greatest artists.
0: And music, Isaac Hayes as well.
1: Isaac right. Hayes, like, these are some of the greatest musicians ever, you know, that have ever set foot in a studio, and not once did we question, oh, well, why mm. are they doing that? You know, but now, all of a sudden, because, you know, somehow, some way, I guess it's because of ignorance to... You know, past music um, mm-hmm. that we look at it as that's that's gay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's gay because yeah. they did this and they did that. And that's you know, I had to I had to check myself on mm-hmm. that. I was like, eh, it's really it's a fad. You know, mm-hmm. Thing, it's a culture. Yeah, you know, like that's that's just how it is. So, on a on a surface sense, yes, it does. On a more internal. Um, I think it does because a lot of times younger generations, when you're younger, you don't necessarily have a sense of individuality. And when you see things on TV and when you hear things on the radio and that's popular, mm-hmm. you tend to want to be a part of that culture. You tend to want to partake in whatever is being done in that culture. You know, I listen to a lot of the trap artists, you know, trap trap rap isn't new. It's right. been there. It's been there. And, you know, it, it's been there, you know. You can start with Scarface and right, even after right. that TI, like was the pretty much the originator coming out of Atlanta. Mm. I grew up on that. And then it came in, you know, Future came out later on. It was nothing new. It just sounded different. It sounded right. crazy. Yeah, I remember like listen to that right. shit. I'm different. like,
0: "Ah, uh yeah, you know, Turn right. that nonsense. All same
1: thing, but yet and still, <laughs> I'm listening to Young Jeezy and Boys in the Hood, but they're saying the same thing, and I realize that, like I said before, it's a story. That's what they're. That's the life that they're living. You know, they're not putting poison out there, mm-hmm. but that's just what they know. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way as if when I'm writing my lyrics, it comes from a life experience, of so things that I, I experienced in college. You know, messing around with girls, smoking weed, drinking, waking up hungover, getting to class late, passing a test, graduating, and then into me being married and having a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, my music has evolved so much since I was in college. Mm -hmm. But I can still relate to what was going on then, and I can still relate it to now.
2: Let me just say this, though. Mm. I get the whole, um, you know that whole generational thing. However, the, the lyrics in terms of, you know, they're saying the same thing, but it just sounds different. Some of that shit don't sound the same. Some of it (laughs) don't even make sense. And then, you got females that are, um, these nice, well, female rappers, however you want to call them. Um, you know, um, all they know is twerking. And that their pussy is good. Um, I don't, uh, get any of that i I mean well i I get you're doing i mean sex sells what they say you know uh, but is that all they know see now is that all you know my thing is
0: this now um, that's the thing like what sells sells Mm -hmm. you know and media has a huge intake in that uh in that market you know like so it's impacting your children but that's that's not the artist itself. Yeah, like what sells that, yeah. sells. Like yeah. they may have a song where they can be talking about soulful music, whereas that popping the pussy may sell. You know what I'm saying? Because it's in the clubs and people like enjoying it in the clubs. Right. Like right, you know right. how many times do you hear J Cole in the club? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like even Kendrick sometimes.
1: Very seldom, but they're they're there. But you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Right, like right, right. Yeah. Like
0: they're they're amazing to see in BET. You right. know. Uh, or on the Super Bowl. Right. But right. they it doesn't sell on a massive um a massive platform such as clubs. Right. Or being sold on Amazon music or I'm, excuse mm-hmm. me, whatever it is uh being sold on. It's it's not making an impact. Right. But, and you know? you
1: know, Vixen, um one of the things that uh I wanted to touch on that you were talking about, you know, with you know, certain female Artists today right. only being sexualized. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is definitely, and I don't know how you feel about this as a woman, oh, right? But from what, th- from the conversations that I've had, you know, with certain women, um, it's been a breakout because women have always been silenced sexually, mm. and because they're able to have a voice and be sexually free in a society where since the beginning of time women are not allowed to be sexual right you know they're not allowed to have that you know for the longest you know the black man was able to vote before the woman in any case Mm -hmm. you know women still had to fight for their rights Mm. no matter what um you know you look but there are still those those lyrical MC hip-hop artists out there, like Rhapsody. Shout right. out North Carolina, baby. Right, right. You know? Like, she's one of the hottest. There's another one. I forget her name. She's from North Carolina, too. Mm-hmm. She's fire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even... I mean, okay. you go back... We had Trina. Now, you know, we right. just got Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, But right. that's the music that that a lot of people hear. You know, unless you go back and listen to their actual album, mm-hmm. and, you know, you won't hear the the heart that they do have into the music like Cardi B had a song about being heartbroken right you know so it, and it wasn't it wasn't sexually subjective it wasn't she talked about her her pain that she mm. had with her husband right because he cheated on her and she thought that he could, that she could trust him right so you know i don't know how you feel about i, I if I can ask, like, how do you feel about, you know, the sexual freedom that women have in music today?
2: Um, I, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this. Um, I don't really see that as, um, sexual freedom. mm because all business ain't everybody's business right. And you telling the whole world That you got this wet ass pussy And this and that I mean cool In a song Entertainment I get it mm. But um, Just to Say that you suck good dick And You know I mean everything is like I could put my whole mouth And swallow this microphone type shit You know what mm. I'm saying Like That's not sexual freedom to me. Mm -hmm. That's just putting it out there that you can do this and you can do that. You hmm. know what I'm saying? Sexual freedom is being who the fuck you are Mm -hmm. at all times. Right. Right. At all times.
1: Right. So how did you feel about, uh, look back at it when it came out?
2: Um, I don't know because I really haven't, I'm not really into Mm. those things. Okay. Like I haven't seen a video so now, a real video in so long.
0: Just yeah. so we can kind of have an idea of uh, each and one's uh, taste of music. Like, what are some of your favorite artists that made a huge impact on you? Like mine, mine was Andre 3000, Kanye West, my Steps. top one. Uh, oh, Kanye. Not all Kanye. No,
3: <laughs> I, I I agree, but. The, the analogy I always use with Kanye is, like, it was like a young Tyson when he had model. I get it. Like, when Tyson was first coming up and he was wrecking guys and it was pure, the skill, the, the defense, mm. the offense, it was amazing. What happened? He got the title, got the money, the fame. Everybody started to influence and the ego took over and, right. you know, this and that, same thing with Kanye. Kanye, when you first came up, was like, the beats were incredible. Like he said, still a her, of course. <laughs> yeah. But you you notice that it's like the older he got and the more he got into it, like he started to fade away. Yeah, okay. Your your mother died, and you had a lot of problems I don't, I don't with think that. So, like, bro, <gasps> let me let me I, defend I, I, my I, artist real quick. D- the the only reason why I say it is because I'm coming from again a technical a mm. a sampling thing. I'm I'm thinking about the music, not all the other influence in his life. Mm. So it's like for me, it's always going to be like stuff he did with Common on the B album and Graduation and, you know, all those early albums were, were yeah, all these early albums that you can feel the soul so much more than maybe a couple previous albums where it's like one or two joints,
0: but, you know. So, oh, no,
3: wait, wait, you were about to say something, right?
0: No, no, I mean, my thing with Kanye West is that he made an impact in music. You know, well, what I'm saying? and once that like and I, I get I got to say like ego does put you in a, in a certain point of view. But, you know, if you're about action, sometimes you got to make noise, bro, because like
2: mm-hmm. him,
0: especially when you're in that industry, you have to make noise. That's just how the industry works. And you have yeah. to push and prove a point and he's done so many publicity stunts where it's like all right Kanye all right Kanye but then he he'll do the publicity stunt then he will say what he have to be what has to be said because all eyes are on him you know what i'm yeah. saying and then when you actually listen to what he has to say I'm like oh okay i get it but you know some people get so caught up in their pride <laughs> Whereas they become hypocrites and they don't necessarily hear what he's saying. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. like I feel like that him as an influencer and an artist because that's what everyone is at the end of the day. Whether you draw, whether you do poetry, Correct. whether you rap, artist. whether you're doing a podcast, you are an artist and you're yeah. going to show your art the best way you can. And, you know,
3: and Look, you, you have to be honest, even if it doesn't come out the way people want it to come out. Like I would, I would never tell Kanye, yo, you you did it the wrong way. I just have a preference for the sound,
0: yeah. you know. Right. He did it the way that he maximizes. And you know what Kanye was gonna back. say? Do it your way, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And
1: this right here, this right here, is one of the things that we always get screwed up and fucked up in the game. Is that a person's personal life, right? Although you can hear it in the music, you should never judge a person's music off of the things that they do in their personal lives, mm-hmm. even if it comes into the public. And I feel like that's. A lot of times what we do um, mm-hmm. and being critical to certain artists and being critical to certain artists, um, what we tend to do is we judge their music off mm. of the things that they're going through. Yeah. You know, like, for the longest, you know, like Kunia said, you know, 808s and Heartbreaks mm. wasn't, for me, you know, graduation, it wasn't late registration. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, Those albums, but when I sat back and realized that every artist has to go to, go through an evolutionary stage, Mm. yeah, I saw what what was going on. He was going through a lot of pain, like 808s and heartbreaks came out. By far, my favorite album by Kanye is Late Registration. That's Mm. my favorite album. After that, is probably gonna be I probably put you know graduation. Graduation with that. And then my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. That was, was probably one of his best Oh, my ones. gosh. That, to go, my like, <laughs> Kanye, Kanye is one of those artists, um and I know you asked a specific question, but mm. I have to say that Kanye is one of those artists that did not go through a sophomore slump. Mm. And he continued to evolve. And, and he make had to do it on his own. And make bangers. Yeah, because they weren't going to give him a chance at first. No, they no, they not, didn't think they he was a rapper. Wanted, yeah, they they wanted, wanted, wanted him to make yeah. beats. They yeah, wanted want him to be
0: stuck. Exactly. And that's what yeah, that, that's where his that, huge ego what, came from.
3: When when Mos Def and Talib they first met him yeah. in, the, in the late nineties, yep. uh-huh. they were like, "Oh, these beats are incredible!" Mm. And he he was like, "Yo, I got rhymes too." It's like he yeah. was always telling him, "Like yo, he can rhyme, he can rhyme." But mm. they were like, "Nah, man." Like, Even Jamie Foxx, yeah, yeah, like everybody was telling him that. And you know the beats were incredible, but when he started. Ryman, like he really started getting a lot of people's attention, mm-hmm. and you know it's like you have to go through those ups and downs to, you know, you have to go to a bad place to get to a better place. Mm-hmm. You know? What he
1: said, what was that line that he that he was talking about? Of um, it was like mayonnaise colored bins only push miracle whips. <laughs> Yo, <laughs>
0: one of the, one of the craziest early lines from Kanye, man. Yeah. And not just to, to, to stir two away from the combat, um, the Jesus, the question: um, What artists do make an impact on you?
3: Mm. Uh, well, I, I would say Kanye West, Pete Rock, DJ mm. Premier, mm-hmm. uh, Large profile Jay Dilla, incredible. Oh mm. man, like, but I find a lot of guys on like Bandcamp and SoundCloud that just have incredible sound, like New jobbies uh Freddy yes. Freddie Yo did, did works with um uh J. Cole and a couple other guys. Uh Kev Brown. Mm-hmm. There's guys all over the planet Earth. Uh Cook and Soul, these they do a lot of remixes out of Spain mm-hmm. and uh Mecha eighty three, that's just I go forever, but like, you know, what, what do you what do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, um for me, growing up, Biggie Pop Nas,
1: usual suspects. Um, aside from all of that, Onyx, mm. Onyx and Wu-Tang oh, yes. are, are like some of my, like, hugest influences and in wanting to be in the music. Um, you know, just with the, the animation and the versatility between everybody in the groups, mm. you know, yeah. two separate groups. Red man and Method Man. Method Man is one Method of my man. favorite, you know, a style. Yeah, like, Top ten, man, definitely. That man is one of the most lyrical geniuses I know. Mm. And I put him above Biggie. And I put him above Pac.
0: It's time to give up Biggie and Pac, honestly, bro. Like they Yo, had their generation of yes, music.
1: They had they you know what you know what it is about Big and Pac, right? They had some of the biggest names behind them and the biggest record labels behind them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, granted, you know, All Eyes on Me is a classic project. Ready to Die is a classic project from mm-hmm. front to back. But we will never know what their complete, yeah, you know. In the mid-20s when they died. Yeah, you know, they put out a freshman album, you know, and then, you know, they had one album after that. And I mean, pac they kept, you know, putting the uh post albums after that, but we'll never know what their full potential was. You know, so I can't sit here as a mu- as an artist and say that Pac and Big are the greatest alive. I can't sit here well, and they say are alive. That, yeah, you know, like like oh yeah, yeah, the greatest yeah. rappers ever. I can't say that because before then I was listening to KRS one. KRS one is one of the ones that I like grew up listening listening to. And not only that,
0: you had so many um uh, before, you know, we move on, I wanna hear your what what type of artists or w- who were the artists that made an impact on you, uh Tanya. Uh, excuse me, Vixen Vibes.
2: Um so like I said, I am a big Fila Kuti fan. Um also uh I still fuck with Anita Baker and mm, Erica yes. Badu mm-hmm. and uh Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. You know Shout uh, out uh, a lot of these soulful artists. I mean, I know I'm. I'm so no right. one said Lauren Hill.
0: You, what about uh, Lauren Hill as well? But Bahamadia. Yes, oh my god! Oh. Yeah.
2: Incredible lyricist. Oh yes. Incredible. yes. Oh,
1: incredible. I don't know that. <laughs> <is>. You, you, <laughs> you got get on. I'm gonna send you some stuff, bro. <laughs> send me some stuff. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Straight fire.
2: But um yes, I'm a a love person. Yes. So mm-hmm. you know. Um I'm inspired and motivated by through with love. Mm. So, you know, I'm I I love for the music to make me feel that way as well, you know, mm-hmm. from the voice to the instruments, you know, to the breakdown, the makeup, the whole process, you know, I love to feel what I'm listening to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and those artists still provide it for me.
1: Yeah. Many oh. references. Right. Yes. Many referencing I I know I got I
2: got like Angela Beaufield. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I you know, it's it. like we have all of these artists, you know, that have done soulful music and I truly don't believe that there is much soulful music out there unless we are going back into the past and carrying it back into the future, you know. Right. Where like, yo, there's like I was I mentioned Lauren Hill like there's not one song that you can convince me is terrible. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like it may be bad in a certain way, but if you actually listen to what she has to say, I'm like, damn, I get you. You know what I'm saying? Like right. with J. Cole when he spits, and it's like sometimes I don't even see him as a rapper. I see him as a poet when he mm-hmm. does his 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 stuff, his thing. Yes. I'm like, damn, he's really he's really gotten extremely deep about what he's talking about. Yeah. You know, even with Kanye West, sometimes like you know, there's a um, only one when he's talking about his daughter. You know what I'm saying, like like that song is very very, very good, mm-hmm. and I do recommend uh you guys listen to it if you haven't listened to it, you know like what you is it called only one only he one. talks about his first okay, um, and it, it you know, like I am searching and digging for an artist that does soulful music these days, you know, like, and is it's not that many of them, you know what I'm saying, like mm, yes, you know like correct? who. You know, I and I I used to be a huge XXX fan, but then it got to a day it was like, damn yeah. Rest in peace. You know, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Condolences to his family. You know, but it just got to the point where it was like, damn, like I only can listen to this music when I'm when I'm working out, when I'm in the gym. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not something I can sit here and just smoke smoke to. Okay. Yeah. And really just, you know, get well, into a meditative state. I'm gonna tell
1: you, tell you, like, gonna tell you yes. like this. R and B. Right? Just like hip hop has an underground.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, her, mm-hmm.
1: sir, sir. Even uh, Masego. Masego. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Masego is there. Oh my gosh, Masego is there. Yes. <laughs> um, even um, Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, and there's this there's this other artist. I'm gonna send it to you. I saw. I watch um the Tiny Desk Chronicles on YouTube. Nice. I have heard of it. There is uh. A, there are many underground, even Anderson Pack. Ugh. like Anderson Pack is another one. So, like I said, you know, it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you just gotta Z I T C digging them crates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the words out of my mouth, man. <laughs> yeah. you got if you are if, if you are a huge advocate for certain things because the same way that um, this commercialized hip hop was influenced by somebody before them. The same thing goes for R&B. Exactly. And same thing goes for R&B and soul. You know, a lot of people a lot of people forget about Kim. A lot of people forget about Anthony Hamilton. Yes. Like these are some yes. some of like the most soulful artists that you could ever listen to. And they're still and out there. Yeah. And I remember and they're dropping projects yes on a consistent basis. But you know what? Because they have their faithful you know, faithful listeners, mm-hmm. mostly mostly more mature, um, and that's they, they don't need, and they're songwriters too, they don't need to be out there commercial, right? They already got, you know, their fan base. They're they're content with their fan base. Exactly,
2: you Maxwell. Know.
1: Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maxwell. I remember mm-hmm. when he disappeared. Okay, and then he came back yeah. to the <laughs> BET Awards <laughs> with his haircut. I was like, who is this? right and pretty wings he performed okay. pretty wings <laughs> and i remember and my mom she was like that's maxwell i was Ooh. like what and he cut his hair i was i think i was with And him. it takes a lot of courage Sixth to cut your hair, hair. Yes. yeah i was young when that happened oh man but i still remember i got goosebumps cuz i you know mm-hmm. I, I, maxwell maxwell was one of my mom's favorite artists right you know
2: what do you think about beyoncé and its latest song
1: <sighs> fire yeah fire Definitely a paying homage. You know, I, I'm gonna get a, the whole
0: beehive to hit me in my fucking head. But I <laughs> like I have maybe two songs that I have in my phone that's from Beyonce. Like I can't. My mom, she's not for she, everybody.
2: She, she's not right. No, she's and she's an amazing artist. It's just yes. like
0: I can't get in tune with it. Like I've listened to her song "Haunted." I mm-hmm. think it's called. I I really like that because I loved um whoever produced that song. I love the beats is it and. I think it's that one song with her and Jay Z. I forgot the name of it. There's
1: Dangerously in Love. There's the Carters. They got a lot of tracks together. Nah, it yeah. was the
0: most recent one. The one that like, was released in 2019. That's the Carters. The, was
1: um, it? The Carters Project. Uh, I forget the name of the song, though. But yeah, she's not, man, she's not for everybody. She's no, not, not. Not every artist. But she for wasn't everybody.
2: all the way for me, but yeah. it's some songs, mm. you know, yeah. I can. I'm gonna Get be. Into.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't start listening to Beyonce until the Beyonce album came out, mm. and I was a horny <laughs> young adult, and you know she she had younger a whole adult. Bunch you're not of, an old man, bro. Yeah, yeah, well <laughs> younger adult. I'll say just growing into my, you know, into my my stages and whatnot, and you know just even watching the visuals that she had mm. and listening, even the instrumentation. Oh my gosh, yes. the instruments on that project was crazy. Mm. Crazy. And, you know, that was the first time that I ever really listened to Beyonce. And I'll say it was probably the first and last time that I really listened to her up until recent with this new track that she dropped. Right.
0: Um Limited is probably one of my one of the albums that I go I I can listen to this album. But it's like I'm so uh ignorant when it comes to majority of her music. Like you can bring up a song and I'm like "I, I you know, I'm like I've never heard of it, and they'll put it on. My like, oh, I know this song. It's all right. right. But you know, I would have to, ha- I would need to have that. Like I would need to have a someone who's a fan of her for me to listen to her music. Like I won't necessarily go out of my way exactly to um listen right. to her music. Right. But you know, to come to her a closing. Um, uh, I don't want to keep you guys here too long. <laughs> music is just very, very, very powerful. It's something that we listen to literally every day. Whether it is just a song by an artist or the birds chirping outside of your window, everything vibrates at a certain frequency, and it is time for people to just get in tune to what they're listening to. You know, like, I feel like that what you're doing sets a tone towards what you're going to be doing. (laughs) that makes any sense. You know, like, it's really important that if you're waking up and you want to have an abundant day, listen to music that makes you feel abundant. Exactly. You know, if you're sad and you're in your feelings and you're feeling sour, listen to music that can you can have something to relate to, so that you Enjoy. can cry. Right. You know what I'm saying, and get whatever that's you're feeling and release that energy. But don't sit here and listen to trap every day. Like you can't okay, convince me exactly <laughs> <laughs> that trap doesn't make an impact on your day. Like no matter what it is. You yeah. know it is very, very important. <laughs> to, an, to an extent, no, nothing's wrong. To an extent, well, you, you, speech is speech. Speak cause,
1: your piece. Because yeah. there's there's some there's some trap music that does talk about the the great parts of
0: life. You know they're, future they're incredible, fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> even that song, like I would listen to that shit. Um, like Moray. I don't know who Moray is. Oh, from North Carolina, another one, trap
1: artist. He talks about a lot of his music is talking about you know. Where he's from, and even though you know he lived in the hood you know he mm. tried to highlight you know the the positivity that helped him keep going mhm- you
0: know and not give up on certain things so I mean you got to you. you got money bag yo uh yeah. me versus me yeah. like that's that Kevin can be Gates. motivational Kevin mm-hmm. Gates is another yeah. not a big fan of Kevin Gates, I don't My think goodness. he's good oh sorry, sorry know. guys if you're a Kevin Gates fan <laughs> <laughs> sorry for an interruptions but yeah I don't think uh, I don't think he's uh, I think he's okay <laughs> he's not up there on my list he's like maybe my top 20
1: <laughs> I mean that's still pretty high yeah. top 20 is still pretty damn high for an artist I'm not gonna lie hey I if I was part if, yo look if I was top 20 in anybody's playlist mm-hmm. as in either Just as a hip hop artist, that means I'm still up there with Mm. some of my favorites, some Mm. of my greats Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, uh, Method Man, Mm -hmm. Queen Latifah, Uh Foxy Brown, Mm -hmm. Lil Kim. Biggie wrote a lot of her stuff. But nonetheless, you know, I'm still in that top 20 Mm. out of like hundreds and thousands of hip hop artists. So, you know, I could deal with top 20. But Mm -hmm. then again, I haven't top 10 yet so i don't know how that
0: feels (laughs) listen you know and that's the thing like it just takes that one person you know that one person to just like share your music and then that next person will share your music it just takes people to just like yo this is good and i want to share it you know like Mm -hmm. and like in my last uh, episode i was talking about being authentic like if you can just be real and just be yourself the person you will never know there'll be another person who can just be exactly like you you know what i'm saying they may not be a rapper but be like yo this music is dope and they'll share it and if they're 100% authentic they'll continue to share their music you know what i'm saying it just it just takes it just takes wills and gut and love you know like sometimes you just you just got to push through and just just really really figure out who your audience is yeah. you know yeah yeah but Guys, this is Intuitive Thinking Podcast. I appreciate all of you guys that have been here today. Kuhuna and Lame. I'll have your Instagrams in the description below. Please take out Lame's SoundCloud. I'll have that in the description below as well.
1: Right, Apple, Music. <laughs> Apple Music.
0: Apple Music. Apple
1: Music, title, Spotify. They can go to the SoundCloud. Bro. Is it all, all platforms? It's all platforms. All YouTube, platforms. YouTube, everything. Listening well, once you shout yourself coming. out then? All right, cool. You know, this is where, you know, I'm never humble. Um, <laughs> y'all can reach me at lame underscore way of life mm. on Instagram. Um, that's pretty much my tag for everything. That includes my Gmail. Lane that way of life at gmail.com. Um, I got a listening party coming up for the, uh, for mm. the EP, September 12th, which is also my birthday. Um, that's going to be in East Orange. It's going to be at inner city cafe. It's going to be a dope vibe. Tickets are going to be coming out. Invitations are going to be going out very soon. Mm. Um, let me think what else. The EP is going to be coming out that same exact week.
0: We are gonna have to write this nigga a book. <laughs>
1: Yo, look, let me tell you something. Closed mouths don't get fed. And <laughs> if, I want some, if I feel like you know I'm worth listening to, I'm mm. gonna definitely put my shit out there. Absolutely, definitely put my shit out there. I'm very confident in what I do, and that is something that I had to learn. And now that I, I'm on the right track, I'm gonna keep it going.
0: Confidence is key, man. Keep Confidence is key. Definitely. You have anything to say, Cunha?
3: Uh well I, I am writing a poetry book,
1: so
0: mm.
3: if you wanna check out any of my work that I've been doing, you can go on uh my Instagram is uh little, that's C-U-N-H-A, it's little Cunha eighty eight. Little that's C U N H A. It's little C U N H A eighty eight, the number eighty eight. And you could check out you can hit me up, whatever if you wanna, you know, do any other stuff, whatever. Like this podcast was real, real cool. It was a good experience. So Thank you, appreciate more, that bro. Uh, yeah, gratitude. More, more thing from anybody like Anywhere, it don't matter. Like This is a local thing. We're at a local spot, and we can make it happen, definitely.
0: Make it happen. Create your own circles. Yeah, Guys, man. we are on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audible. We also do videos on YouTube if you're interested in that. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Yeah, mm-hmm. and share. Yeah, man. Definitely. Thank you. See you next week. Peace. One love. Peace. No doubt.